everyone. I'm Ari Meglin here with Rachel Poley and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer podcast. We are on episode 95 and this week's question is, should you share your writing journey? Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoyed our episode, please give it a like, write a review, share it with friends. Okay, so should you share your writing journey? Now, I'll be honest, I am in two minds about this. So I am going to go around the houses a little bit. Now, we have obviously harped on and on and on and on about having a website. If you have missed that episode, we will be linking it. But we do really believe that if you want to be a writer, especially a published writer, then you should have a website. And to appease the search engine spider gods, if you don't know what I'm talking about, definitely go and listen to that website episode. A blog is a good thing to include on that website in order to keep active content constantly being added. So with that being said, I know a lot of writers who have talked to us about websites and blogs always say things like, I don't know what to include on a blog. And obviously, if you want to talk about your writing journey, that would be a good thing to include on a blog. Because I know some people don't feel comfortable sharing tips or, or ideas or things like that, or even some of their own actual stories on a blog. So I can understand it would be a good idea to do the writing journey. But then on the other hand, I have heard the advice of don't share anything about what you're doing. Keep it really private until you've like written your story, cleaned it all up, and then you're looking for people to like beta read or anything. So I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I am I'm awful at sharing in every sense of the word. I'm not a sharer. So the idea of being open about my writing journey and like really detailed saying, like, oh, this is what I've been writing on. This is what I'm working on. And these are some of my characters and being a little bit more detailed and like the path I'm going. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm on the fence. I am on the fence. I think it also depends on what type of writer you want to be as well, because obviously if you're a hobbyist writer and whether or not you want to publish your work or you just want to publish your work to get it out there and just say you did it. That's one thing. But if you want to publish your work to make a career out of it, that's another thing. So if you want to make a career out of it, then I feel like you kind of have to share your writing journey because otherwise no one's going to know about it. And you can do, as Ari said, you can have a blog on your website and you can share like deleted chapters. You can share character interviews. There's all these different things you can share without sharing, you know, your actual writing or your actual work or whatever it is. And you can do cover reels, things like that. But on the other hand, I do agree with Ari where it's like, you don't really want to share your writing journey. I think in a nutshell, you should only share your writing journey if you want to, because I know it's, it's motivating to some people when they see other people saying, oh, I wrote X amount of words today. It's motivating to some people to be like, oh, well, if that person found the time to write that many words, then I can try to find the time to write. I don't know, this amount of words or whatever. And you can try to fit it into your schedule and see what works best for you. Some people are really motivated by that competition, so to speak. But then also, if you share your writing journey, you can make a lot of writer friends. You can find beta readers, you can find regular readers, or you could just find like-minded writers that write in the same genre as you. And you can really, you know, open up that community. But then on the other hand, you don't have to share your writing journey if you want it to be more private or if you have different goals in mind. And I know I've explained this on previous episodes before, but I go back and forth with my own writing. I've When I first started writing, I wanted it to be a career and I wanted to be a published author and just be a full-time author. And then the more I wrote and the more I worked towards that goal, I realized that's not exactly what I want to get out of writing anymore. I don't want creative writing to be a job. I, I still want to do it for fun. I still want to publish my work, 
but I don't want it hanging over my head with deadlines and things like that. So for me, sharing my writing journey has a totally different meaning. Like I'll still post about my books on my website and I'll still share little tidbits on social media, but I'm not doing it in a marketing way. I'm not throwing it in people's faces. That's a really good point. Yeah, as you said, like what what people want out of it or the different types of writers they are. I've actually just realized after you said something how hypocritical I am. Because a number of the writers I follow on social media are ones who are actually sharing their writer journey. And that can be a mix of sharing that they were writing chapters or how they plan their work or how they've managed to hit their deadlines or fail their deadlines. And also the other side, which is more the business side, which is like when they've contacted their editors, how they found their editors, how they found their cover artists, what the process was for building their street team. And it's weird. I'm not a big fan of the whole competitive streak unless it's like um board games or casinos then I get very competitive but with writing I don't I'm not massively competitive so watching someone go oh my god I wrote 10,000 words today doesn't inspire me it just makes me annoyed but watching somebody talk about their journey and the steps they took to complete their manuscript to find an editor to you know, work with an artist and how that process went to figuring out their marketing the launch and everything like that that is inspiring for me so I will actually follow people really intently and like watch read every post and like every post and, and that so it's a little bit hypocritical that I'm sat here going oh, should I do that should people do that when I literally follow people who do that honestly see there's two sides to the same coin because if you follow people who share their writing journey you can really learn a lot but then on the other hand, we do all suffer from imposter syndrome, which I'm, I think we've talked about in a previous episode before. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. I have no idea which episode it is, <laughs> but this is Ari's episode to edit. So she'll link it below. I'm sure <laughs> she's taking notes, everybody. Don't worry. But then so you can follow people who share the writing journey and you can either be motivated by them or you can be a little bit jealous, have a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, however you want to look at it. And then on the other hand, if you share your writing journey, you could have the same effect for somebody else. You could be motivating somebody else, or you can be giving somebody else imposter syndrome. But how your writing journey works out and depending on what you decide to share, you can't really control what other people feel and what other people interpret from your work and what you're sharing. So again, I have to reiterate, like if you want to share your writing journey, I think you should, but if you don't want to, you don't have to. But if you do share your writing journey, you should do it for yourself. You don't, don't, you know, post on Twitter saying I wrote 10,000 words today, expecting a bunch of people to comment and be like, wow, that's amazing. How did you do that? Tell me your secrets. I cannot believe that. Good for you. Not everyone's going to do that. There's going to be a lot of people that are impressed, but for the most part, people are going to be like, oh, good for you. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> so yeah, we chose a really subjective question for this episode. <laughs> I always like the subjective ones because it makes people think. And sometimes we see in the comments where people are like, oh, I never thought of that. You know, it's like I always saw it in this way. And I think with the writing journey, that's another thing, because depending who you ask will give you a totally different answer. Because if you say like, oh, writing journey, some people will literally say, oh, that means like me sharing my word count every day. That's my writing journey. And another person will be like, well, it's the process of becoming a published author. And for someone else, it could be something, you know, it could be something completely different. And I think that's the thing. It depends on how you see even that question and even the concept of the writing journey. 
That's a good point. Now that you said that, I'm going to say I never thought of it that way. Because what is a writing journey to you? To me, when I think of the term writing journey, it's a mix of both. It's like getting the story told and the process of being, if you want that, a published writer. And that's what I find most people who share their writing journey want to be published authors. So it's it might be sharing pieces about their story. It is not always sharing their word count because personally, I don't always want to if, if someone was sharing their word count every single day, I would get really bored and I would unfollow them. But it's sharing maybe the conflicts they have. It's the struggle of like sagging middle syndrome, um, struggling with the try and fail cycle, maybe having an issue with the ending, that kind of thing. And then moving on to the doing the editing, sorting street teams, sorting their marketing and figuring out like literally figuring out where, what's the next step in the process to get you from blank page to the book is on sale kind of thing. That's what I hear. When I read the term writing journey, that is my version of what I see. So what about you? I actually think of the think of it the same way. Like, you know, you go from blank page to the book is on sale. But the way when it comes to actually sharing that journey, I would actually rather just share the book writing process from first draft to second draft to edits, rewrites to com complete novel. And I don't think I don't think I'll be going on social media and being like, hey, I have an editor. My book is with my editor. Okay, I just got my book back from my editor. Now I'm going through my editor's notes. I just got this cool cover. I'll do a cover reveal because those are fun. But like, I'm not going to, you know, go on social media and go on my website about every single stage. Like I usually have a list of like, I have a books page on my website. And I usually just say, okay, it's in the writing process. It's in the editing process. Now I'm prepping it for publication. And prepping it can, for publication can be a number of things. It can be figuring out marketing. It can be editing. It can be figuring out the cover art and stuff like that. I don't think I'll go too in depth with the actual publishing process, but I care more about the actual creative writing part. So long story short, because I ramble, I view the writing journey from, as you said, from start to finish, you know, book to being on sale. But in terms of actually sharing that journey, I really only care about sharing the actual book part, not the business side of it, I guess you could say. It's strange because I actually really like the business side of it. Because sometimes I find with the writing process, I have followed a few writers where I've actually had to stop following them because they it felt like they gave so much of their story away. It probably didn't. It's like a trailer in a movie. You can you can watch a really long trailer and there's still so much more of the movie left. But I always feel that it can be overdone to the point where it's like, I don't want to know that those characters got together. Jeez. Uh, which is why I'm really bad at blurbs because I don't want to tell you anything. Just don't know. You have to just find out when you read it. But I digress. I have, as I said, I have followed other writers on social media and I like how they do it where they won't be like that where it's like, I'm now at the editor and the editor's done this and here's, you know, all the red marks and everything. But they have done things where they have used their social media to reach out for artists and explain the sort of thing they're looking for, like how important it is to find the right font for the right style of the genre or even just talking about the ideas of book covers such as, I think we did a book cover episode, I will link that as well. I'm going to have to make a note about the fact that like at the moment there's a current trend of like a white or pale background and a single image whether it's a crown or a sword or a feather or a bird or something and then some very curly twisty text as the as the title 
So they've sort of talked about that or they've discussed that how they're setting up the street team and what they expect from people or like how they've managed to narrow down their editors from, you know, like instead of just finding one editor and going with them, how they've maybe picked four or five and how they've gone through the process of which one does the best. Do they get sample pages? You know, like what are the pros and cons of going with each one and working it out? And I find that really useful because I am one of those people that needs really strict, like bullet pointed checklists of like, oh, I would have to do this, then this, then this, then this, then this. And it really helps to see, all right, so they find, you know, between three and five editors. They all have to be able to do sample pages. This is the pricing. They don't always go to the cheapest, but they don't always go to the most expensive. And they sort of work out. It's kind of nice sort of seeing how these writers made those decisions, if that makes sense. (laughs) No, it does make sense. And it's funny that you're saying that because... What I was saying is that I won't be sharing that side of my journey. But when it comes to being on the receiving end of somebody else's writing journey, seeing the business side is pretty helpful if that's what you want. So I I do. Yeah, I get that. Like you can share your your creative writing journey as you're writing the book. But long story short, every book is different. Every writing style is different. And everybody perceives books differently you know so you can share as much as of your book as you want but like in the long run you can share tips on how to write dialogue for example but what works for you and the way you write dialogue might not really be somebody else's writing style so it's all subjective whereas the business side of things that can kind of be subjective as well but for the most part it's all kind of cut and dry yeah I agree I agree with that so yeah, I, th- I think this has actually been quite a good episode. I didn't expect it to go the way it went, but... No, me neither. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only the only advice I would give if you were thinking of sharing your writing journey is things like what you actually want to share. Because as Rachel said, you don't have to share everything. And you get some advice where it's like, oh my gosh, you have to share everything. You have to, you know be on every platform there's so many different myths if you will that writers are supposed to do and it's like oh you have to share everything and you have to make a million graphics and all this and it's like in the end as the writer you get to share what you want whether it's the whole story whether you don't tell anyone you're writing until the damn thing is about to come out I mean you might lose a bit of marketing but that can work too the whole like oh my gosh nobody knew anything other than maybe a few betas (laughs) but it does kind of depend on what you want to do and think about why you're sharing it in which case is it just because it's something you're tracking personally and it makes it easier to put it on a blog or on a youtube video but then you have to think people are going to be reading it or watching it so what are you sharing if it is literally just your word count i'll be honest i can't think of anyone who's going to be interested in that other than you maybe for a little bit but honestly most people aren't going to be interested in how many words you wrote so just a food for thought you know think about who's reading it and listening to it right exactly and also depending on what you decide to share it'll depend on the genre you're writing and the project you're writing because if you write one book and you share certain things from that like if you write a sequel there's going to be different things that you're going to have to share because spoilers and things like that but also as Ari said like depending on where you share it you're going to need to share different things like you can certainly put a book trailer on your blog but YouTube would be a better place to throw that up and also like just on your blog and your website you can share whatever you want whereas social media forget social media I don't we've talked about that so many times too 
yeah it's in the end we will always advocate for websites slash blogs and maybe the odd like youtube or podcast rated well over regular social media platforms it just things don't stay on there long enough you have a much bigger audience to kind of catch attention of and also things move too fast it's it's i don't know put it on a website because it's there then and people can always find your website. You're not going to get banned. You're not going to get booted off or the platform's not going to, you know, implode, hopefully. So, well, and you can easily update it too. Yes. See, we always Level. circle back to the websites and how important yeah. websites are. It's our one thing we stay consistent with. Yeah, I know, really. <laughs> Okay, with that being said, I think we are happy enough to end this uh, episode because I've got to edit it and it's got a lot longer than I expected. So, yay. Anyway, now let's turn it over to you guys. Do you think writers should share their writing journeys? Would you share your writing journey? We'd love to chat about it. So do tell us your answers in the comments below. If you want more of the Mary Writer podcast, then be sure to follow us on Podbean, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are on so many platforms, seriously. And for as little as $1 a month, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast for bonus content it helps to keep our show going so we really really appreciate the support in the meantime tune in every Wednesday for a new episode of the Mary Writer podcast where we ask all the right questions thanks for listening bye bye this podcast is brought to you by arguments over tea and coffee which side are you on the music titled inspired is by Kevin McLeod licensed under creative commons 4.0